Hey guys, this is Shanan Shiri, and welcome to This Is Life Podcast. I hope all of you are well. I hope your families are well. I hope your friends are well. I know it's been a crazy eight months um, in 2020. A lot, you know, is going on. Uh, but today I want to bring some positivity, as always, um, to you all. So, I did promise that I was going to up do a lot more updates um, on the podcast. And please forgive me, it's been a lot going on. But I'm back, and I'm fueled, I'm energized, and I'm ready to give you guys a lot of um, positivity, um, a lot of good thoughts, a lot of wellness. Okay, so let's start. Um, Let's begin. Okay, so a few weeks ago, uh, my friend, you know, encouraged me by suggesting that we um, focus on our health. You know, health is definitely wealth. And, you know, she suggests that um, we, you know, work out, we eat a little bit better, you know, just to kind of help us because... It's been hard, you know, being trapped in the house um, due to quarantine and COVID and not being able to exercise and work out. So I took advantage and we encourage each other um, daily. Um, and we try to keep journals about our eating habits and our workout plans. So um, in the beginning, it was pretty hard. You know, it was hard because, you know, you have to really Um, get your mind geared up to start anything that's physical, anything that's um, challenging because, you know, your body might want to um, participate, but mentally, are you ready? You know? So I finally got myself energized and mentally I was prepared, you know, and I love to run. I love to jog. I love to walk and being cooped up inside due to COVID, you know, I really felt that, um, uh, I was stressed out, you know, I could not. So I was stressed out and I could not get myself to, um, you know, work out at home. So, um, since quarantine has been lifted and, you know, we're slowly going back out and social distancing and, um, you know, going back to somewhat of normal activities, you know, this was perfect timing for um, me to go back to running and jogging. So I took advantage and she did as well. And, um, you know, kept record of myself. Um, I tracked myself, you know, with my activities and my eating habits. And, you know, it was really good. I was very proud of myself. It was very encouraging. Um, but unfortunately, you know, after day five, which is probably was like the first week or week and a half of um, starting this workout, um, I stubbed my toe. And, you know, I thought it was nothing. You know, people stub their toe all the time. I stubbed my toe and, um, you know, it was painful. And um, but as the days went by, I realized that, okay, it wasn't only like a stubbed toe, you know, it was a lot of swelling and bruising. It was really uncomfortable and I could barely put pressure on the toe, you know, when I tried to go out there and run. So um, after trying to care for the toe and seeing what's going on, um, one night uh, when I was going to bed, the toenail fell off. It was the most dramatic 
and traumatic experience for me because out of nowhere, I'm climbing into bed and I literally feel like my toe was bent back. You know, it's a little bit graphic, sorry, but I need you guys to have a visual of what I'm trying to explain. So I felt like my toe was being pushed back and I'm like, okay, what's going on? So, and mind you, my toenails are, um, are taken care of. I had polish, I did a pedicure and everything. So I felt like my toenail was being pushed back and when I looked, it literally was broken in half. And it wasn't like horizontal. It was like this slanted, crooked type of um, uh, break. And it was really traumatic for me because... And it was really traumatic for me because um, and it was painful, you know, um, and um, I've never had a broken toenail, you know, this bad and the amount of swelling and it just like the whole skin ripped off. It was horrible. It was horrific. It was just like a horror story. Horrible. So, um, you know, I took care of it. Um, medication, products, whatever it took to kind of like, um, you know, ease the pain and the discomfort and help it heal, you know, so. Um, this unfortunately put a complete stop, complete stop to my workout routine. And of course it really, um, it hindered my mental health, you know, like mentally I was a little bit depressed. I was stressed. I was upset also, um, because I really wanted to go back to running and I was tired of being cooped up in the house. So this injury, this injury definitely set me back. So, um, I accepted the fact that I was not going to run and I could not jog. Any type of pressure I put on the toe was um, excruciating. And long and behold, the toe was actually sprained. You know, it was one thing after another. So from the stub toe to the horrific um, broken toenail, and now we have a sprained toe. So I was completely out of commission. And just sometimes walking, if I put too much pressure, if I'm like going up the stairs and I put too much pressure, forget it. it I just can't, you know, it's unbearable. But I have accepted the fact that I'm not going to run. And the three-week challenge that we had set up, um, both physically and mentally, um, was not going to happen on the physical part. So I had to find another way to kind of help me um, deal with this um, discomfort, number one. And also, like, I really felt like my mental health was at risk, you know. And I really wanted to get out that rut that I was in. And, um, you know, my friend, she encouraged me. She was like, well, you could do, like, you go to your yoga and do your meditation. I was like, no, no. I'm not doing my yoga. I'm not doing my meditation. Like, I really wanted to run. Although I enjoy doing my yoga and my meditation, like, I really wanted to run. I think I was more upset and angry that, like, I was definitely making progress. Like, I lost four pounds, <laughs> you know, from just running and eating well. And just, just mentally, my health was like, my mental health was positive And it was just radiating. It was radiating throughout my body, you know. It radiated throughout my body. So, you know, I was feeling good. But this whole, like sprained stubbed broken toe um call it what you want to call it it completely set me back so today is actually day 12 um well it would have been day 12 in the three-week physical challenge 
but it's also day 12 um, overall because, um, um, you know, the challenge also incorporated physical and mental and self-care. So I really wanted to take advantage of the whole mental aspect and also the self-care aspect of the challenge. And I really wanted to try to find a way to incorporate that, um, you know, in my daily activities because I want to feel good about myself, you know. Yes, I have an injury and yes, I know, you know, it's bringing me a lot of pain and I'm accepting it, but I'm not going to sit around and just let myself just be in the rut about it. So I need to find something to do to keep myself going. So being the person that I am, you know, I'm adaptable. I try to be upbeat, you know, at all times. So being the wonderful person that I am, because you have to big yourself up. You have to give yourself credit. You have to encourage yourself because you are worth every bit of everything um, that is positive, that is um, great, that is um, amazing. Okay. So with that being said, today's day 12. And I said, you know what? Let's just focus on our mental health. Let's just focus on positivity. Let's just focus on our self-care. And let's see, um, let us see how much we can accomplish. Because mentally, if you're not mentally prepared for anything, you're not able to succeed. It takes a lot of willpower. Yes, physically you're able to succeed at one point, but mentally though, you need to have the mental health, the mental strength, the mental endurance to overcome a lot of things in life, you know, if, if not everything in life. So, um, today's day 12 and I really wanted to bring some positive affirmations, you know, to you all um, to try to get you all through each day. And I love positive affirmations. And um, I find that positive affirmations actually are beneficial to us um, mentally and physically because um it's important that you acknowledge certain things about yourself, but it's important that you acknowledge the, the great things, the positive things, the amazing things about, about you, about who you are. So today and for the remaining of the three weeks, I will focus on positive affirmations to help, like I said, get you all through each day. Um, so these are some examples of my positive affirmations, and I hope this will help you take better care of of yourself physically and mentally okay so let's start I'm just gonna okay so you guys ready we're gonna start I'm just gonna list a few like I said all right so number one I will take care of myself both physically and mentally it is important to take care of yourself physically and mentally in my situation, physically, I'm unable to um, continue with the challenge. I'm unable to, um, you know, work on my physical needs um, at the moment. However, I can still focus on my mental health, my mental needs. Um, because of this injury, you know, I'm really in a rut. Like, I really feel depressed. I feel down. I'm not motivated. So mentally, my mental health is at stake. Okay, I'm not, I don't want to be out there doing anything physical i don't want to be motivated you know so it definitely took a toll on me so i had to realize that it is important for me to take care of myself so 
I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I will take care of myself both physically and mentally. And I have acknowledged that physically I am, um, I am hurting, but mentally I am still able to focus on me. Um, to do everything that is positive to allow my mental health to remain healthy um, as much as possible. So taking care of yourself physically can be, um, you know, doing yoga, meditating, um, eating well, you know, a healthy, balanced diet, you know, um, you incorporate your grains, your fruits, your vegetables, and you keep yourself hydrated is important um, to your overall physical well-being you know physical um health also can be going for a jog going for a run stretching pilates um whatever aerobics that you feel that you need to do um you know those things are extremely important to the physical to the body itself and mental health okay mentally um taking care of yourself mentally you know it's important to um remain positive as much as possible you know we have a lot of inner thoughts and inner voices and energy you know that um are projected to us you know um and it really can cause a lot of stressors you know on the mind as a whole so um the mental health is at stake you know when you're depressed when you're stressed when you're anxious Okay, when you're uncertain sometimes. So it is important to um, keep track of your mental health. You can journal, you can log, you can record. You know, once you are able to have a complete balance and understanding of your mental health needs, okay, then you know what it will take or what you need to do to help um better care for your mental health okay and by doing that you're going to be more um upbeat you're going to be more in sync with yourself you're going to be um more open to different situations in terms of um let's say um you know reading a new book or making plans or doing something different trying something new going out to eat you know those things are important and vital to um, your physical and your mental health. Okay, that's number one. Number two, uh, I will take care of myself both physically and mentally. Actually, that was number number one. Excuse me. Number two, I know that beauty is both physical and mental. Okay, I love this one because society, for whatever reason, you know, they really focus on the physical um, aspect of beauty. You know, you have to be a certain weight, a certain size, a certain shape, you know, have certain curves. Your hair has to be a certain length, a certain color, whatever it is. You know, society actually makes you feel that you need to compete for the approval of your peers, of the population, of your community, whatever it is. You know, and a lot of times this brings stress upon us um, as women and as men, you know, so it is important to know that I know that beauty is both physical and mental. Whatever your definition of beauty is, um, try to apply it to yourself in terms of like, for me, I like to use myself, for example. Okay, for me, I know that I'm not your average size five. I'm actually a size 12 and I'm not your average 130 pounds. I'm actually more than that. 
Okay. Um, so it is important to understand that, um, what society depicts as beauty, um, may not be your reflection of beauty. Okay. I see myself beautiful the way that I am. Of course, I'm always, um, exercising and trying to stay active because I want to remain healthy physically. You know, of course, it'll be good to lose an extra five, 10 pounds. Of course, why not? I'm gonna feel good about myself by doing so, you know, um, and that'll put me in a healthier, perhaps category. Okay. Um, so I am in sync and I am aware of myself and um, my physical beauty. Okay. And the mental beauty, mentally, I know that I'm beautiful um, when I'm not depressed, I'm not stressed, I'm not anxious. Mental health is important. Mental health is a huge category. It's a huge topic. It's an important topic that, um, you know, we have a lot of taboos when it comes to mental health and when it, um, in certain cultures, religion, you know, um, ethnic backgrounds, you know, they view mental health, whether they highlight it or not, whether they accept it or they speak about it or not, you know, it is something that sometimes is, um, not, um, not looked as, um, necessary or positive or needed, but mental health is important. Depending on the culture you were raised in, depending on your ethnic background, your religion, you know, mental health um, may not um, be something, it's something probably that's not discussed or, um, you know, it's not, you know, seen as important. But for myself and for those around me, I like to have a healthy mindset. I need my mental beauty, you know, to remain as um, healthy and positive as can be. Okay, so I have to remind myself that I know that beauty is both physical and mental. All right, you have some people who actually, um, the manipulators, you know, they put you down, you know, for them to feel good about themselves, they put you down. And people that do that, you know, mentally, they're not in a good spot. You know, I would not characterize that as um, mental beauty. You know, their mental needs are in distress. Okay, so um, it's a lot going on there for them. But you should not let that hinder you in any way. Okay, you have to keep pushing through and um, doing whatever is positive, whatever it reflects, whatever reflects healthy, you know, um, health. Okay. When it comes to your mental needs, your mental health needs. All right. It's very important. You know, I believe in journaling, logging, communication, speaking, asking for help. You know, um, when I'm feeling a certain way mentally and I feel stressed, depressed, sometimes I just need a little bit of space to just relax and try to understand what I'm feeling. Okay. But it's important to seek help also because a lot of times you can't do it on your own. You can't overcome a lot of those mental um, stigmas, um, a lot of those mental unhealthy habits, concerns. Okay, you can't overcome that yourself. So it's good to seek uh, assistance of a therapist. Um, you know, I prefer social workers. That's just me. Um, you know, to kind of help you. You know, it's good to go into therapy. Also, to have a great therapist to 
help you understand um, what it is that you're going through. And also, it's good to be honest with yourself about what it is that you're experiencing. Because mentally, honestly, if I'm feeling depressed, I'm not going to tell you that I feel depressed because I probably don't want you to judge me. But I might tell you that, you know what, I'm a little down today. I don't feel good. I'm not getting out of bed. I just want to stay home, you know, and then you don't hear from me for like two, three weeks. You know, so it's good to check on your friends and your family because mental health is something that is important. It is extremely important. Okay, health is wealth. Mental health is wealth. Physical health is wealth. So we're going to say this together. I know that beauty is both physical and mental. All right. That's number two. All right. We're going to now focus on number three. Okay, number three. Um, number three, I am mindful of my inner voice. I am mindful of my inner voice. This is important and it's powerful. Okay, um, and I'm going to use myself as, as an example. All right, I could look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, mm, I look good. You know, mm, I see this, so I see that. But like, like my inner voice is telling me, no. You don't look good. You are looking, you know, stressed. You can do better. You know, my inner voice can be something that's completely negative to how I am viewing myself. Okay. We need to really channel into our inner voice. That inner voice that you hear, that you have, that's directing you. We need to make sure that it's redirecting you in in a place that is positive. Okay. That is healthy. Okay. A place that's wealthy. All right. So it's important to be in tune with that inner voice that you're hearing. Okay. And when you suspect that it's something that is negative or um, not as helpful that, you know, as you would hope it would have been, you know, it's good to find ways to redirect your inner voice. All right. To be more positive, more healthy for you, because that inner voice is what controls the mental health all right your inner voice has a big influence on your mental well-being and your overall well-being because if i'm not feeling good about myself i'm not feeling good about myself at all i'm not looking good i'm not acting good you know so and i'm not good to nobody else all right so it's important to um understand that you have an inner voice and we need to redirect our inner voice as much as possible to anything and everything that's positive and that is healthy okay this will help us out a lot uh, you know in every situation that we're in all right so let's go to number uh, let me see what number is this one two three number four okay number four number four i take the time to observe my inner thoughts this again is perfect and right on target all right your inner voice challenges your inner thoughts. If I, you know, my inner voice is telling me I don't, I don't look good, I don't feel good, or I should have done something X, Y, and Z. My inner thoughts now are going to be a reflection of what that inner voice is challenging, is telling me. So if my inner voice is telling me, you know what, you're overweight and um, you're not good enough for that person or you're not good enough for this job or you're not good enough to be part of this group 
okay? If my inner voice is telling me this, then my inner thoughts are going to start to believe that. You know, like, wow, you know, it's kind of true. I'm not good enough because look at this. I can't even pass this exam. I can't even um, have a successful marriage. I can't even be a good parent to my children. I can't even keep a job. Okay, so this is now you're seeing how this inner voice really, if you don't have a control, a handle, you know, on your inner voice, it can really trickle down and affect your um, your inner thoughts. So you really need to be in tune with yourself like self-care is number one. Okay, mental health is number one. Okay, health is definitely wealth. All right. So um, number four, take the time to observe your inner thoughts when you are in tune and in sync with your inner thoughts you are then able to understand why you feel the way that you feel about yourself you're able to understand why you are um putting yourself in these categories you know i'm a failure you know my marriage is a failure my children are 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 a failure you know anything that is negative is coming from your inner thoughts okay and also that inner voice that you have so it is important to um remain optimistic as much as possible okay remain positive. It's important to redirect and rechannel those negative thoughts and the negative voices and the inner thoughts that are negative. You know, let's try to understand why we're having these thoughts, why we're having these inner voices. And let's try to understand how we can change this and fix this. Let's learn from these inner thoughts. And let's try to find a way to redirect this negativity in a more positive outlook. And um, um, let's just change the situation to be more positive overall. All right. And lastly, um, actually, no, we have another one. It is, um, it is, I know that words are powerful. I know that words are powerful. So you have to remind yourself and you have to tell yourself this. I know that words are powerful. Words, you know, growing up, you know, we had the little saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, you know? Um, but in reality, words actually do hurt. You know, words are powerful. If you are in an abusive relationship, when I say abuse, that can be abuse in terms of um, phys- uh, physical, mental, whatever it is. But if it's a verbal abuse, you know, the words that are being used to hurt you, to injure you, those words can cause you to have a lot of traumatic experiences and outlooks on life, you know, and um, your reflection, your views on life, um can be completely different, you know, if you are dealing with verbal abuse. So for example, if you're in a verbally abusive relationship, if you are in a verbally um, traumatic or toxic household setting, whatever it may be, you know, those words, um, they really have a lot of weight. So I don't know if that saying of sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. If it's actually true, because you know what? Words do hurt. And yes, sticks and stones, they might break your bones, but words actually do um, have um, have a lot of um, meaning to it. Okay, so you have to understand for yourself, 
um, and you have to say to yourself, I know that words are powerful. So if we know that words are powerful, we are using positive affirmations to describe who we are, what we are, the situations that we are in, okay, to help us overcome and um, channel through the situations, the, um, the stressors, you know, our needs, whatever it may be. Okay, so for example, um, my children, if your kids have exams that they are not really too sure that they're going to pass, you know, you can encourage them. You can say, you know what, Johnny, listen, you're a very bright young man. You are intelligent and I know that you can pass this exam. And you know what? You've done it before. You studied hard. You went to class. You participated. You did all your work. And you know what? Just go out there and give it your best. And it's okay. Just do your best. As long as you do your best, you know, you'll be fine. Okay? Now, you're not putting pressure on that child. Okay? But you're giving him a lot of comfort, a lot of cushion to know that. You know what? I may not get 100 on this test, but if I get a passing grade, I'm fine. If I did my best, I'm fine. You know? So, it's important to understand that words um, have a lot of meaning to them. Words are powerful. Okay. So, um, also, uh, another example of this could be, um, you are working for an agency and in that agency, you are, um, meeting with a, uh, a young mother who, you know, she is a single parent and she has two or three kids and, you know, she's really feeling down on her luck and, having a hard time, you know, um, going through this month. So she basically was in an abusive relationship and, you know, she's verbalizing to you a lot of the, 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 the name calling the words that her, um, her ex-partner used to, um, literally use to identify her, to describe her, to, you know, make her fail. So you have to work with this young woman to let her know that, um, that words are powerful and we have to help to rechannel her thinking, her thoughts, her inner voices. And we have to make that reflect something that is positive, that is healthy, that is optimistic. So if she tells you, well, I know I'm a failure because my, my children's father, my ex-boyfriend told me that I'm a failure because I'm not a good mother. I can't even get up to bring our five-year-old, um, or our seven-year-old child to school on time. So now the school is calling me and now I have to go meet with the social worker and then I have to have all these visits because my kid is always late and then, and, 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 you know, she's not passing, she's failing and, you know, we're just behind and everything. So she just identifies herself as being a failure, you know, so she's using that word failing, fail, you know, to identify who she is because that's been the word that that word failure has been used to describe her and to define her. Okay. Um, but we have to work with her to let her know that number one, she's not a failure. Okay. She's an amazing person because she's here to get help, to get treatment. Okay. She's here to find a way to be a better parent for her children. She's here to find a way to become a better mother. Okay. She's here to find different resources to utilize, to kind of help her and her family succeed and, and, and achieve. So, um, we have to teach her and we have to help her just verbalize and just voice and just say that I know that words are powerful and we need to teach her new words, new vocabularies. Um, 
that's going to help her identify, um, you know, have an identification of who she is because she's is viewed as a failure from her um, previous relationship. And she utilizes that word failure, you know, often to describe herself. So we have to show her that she's not a failure. We have to define what failure is to her and, you know, just let her see that, have her understand that she is not a failure. We have to let her know that she is strong and she is brave and she's intelligent and she is um, a person who's confident and she is a person who, um, who is loved because she has, you know, these amazing children that actually love her, that are looking forward to her and, and that are that that need her. So we need to help to build her to be the best that she will ever be in order to be an amazing mother, okay, um, to these children and an amazing person to herself. All right. So um, uh, this affirmation is, I know that words are powerful. All right. We're going to go to the last affirmation. What number are we on? Let me see. One, two, three. No, one, two, three, four, five. We're going to go to number six. All right. Number six. I will be kind to myself. I love this one because I, <laughs> you know, I use myself as an example. I'm always harsh on myself. I'm always harsh. I'm very tough on myself. And sometimes I need to just sit back and just take a set, step back and realize that, wow, you know what? You're actually doing a good job. You know, and I have um, my old colleague, which is actually a good friend to me. You know, she's always telling me I'm doing a good job, you know, and I needed to hear that sometimes because I didn't believe it. You know, I've set the bar so high for myself and my kids, you know, for our needs that if it's not there, like I really feel like I'm a failure. You know, I really feel like I did not succeed for the day. I'm very hard on myself. I've used harsh words to describe myself personally. So I had to look at myself in the mirror and I had to repeat and to say to myself, I will be kind to myself. And I have to remember that I will be kind to myself. And it's okay if I don't get to, to, to complete that task 100%. And if I'm able to do two or three, okay, fine. I succeeded. I'm good. You know what I mean? If I'm able to achieve something, not to the max, but to a good amount. Okay, fine. All right. But I had to learn to use positive affirmations affirmations to um describe myself you know and I always like to start you know with me before I give anybody um advice or encouragement I like to encourage myself and I need to start with me first because what good am I to somebody else if I'm not good to myself okay so my mental health needs to be intact it needs to be positive it needs to be healthy it needs to be in an amazing place in order for me to be helpful um you know or, or useful to somebody else so i have to learn to be kind to myself and take the time to appreciate myself and to do more for myself and to um, celebrate me as well. You know, we celebrate when it comes to like anniversaries and birthdays and whatever, but no, we can just randomly celebrate ourselves and feel good and treat ourselves because you know what? We are amazing. We have succeeded. We are pushing through. We are doing everything that needs to be done to help us balance, you know, have a healthy balance, a good balance in life. And you know what? Mind you, things are not going to always be positive. Things are not going to always be great. We're going to have stresses. We're going to have ups and downs. And that's just life. But you know what? The more you get up from a situation, the better it is for you. 
regardless what that situation is. Yes, it might take time. You know, in one previous situation for myself, you know, with um my um past life experience with my um with my ex-husband, you know, it took me a few years to get back up. Regardless how strong, you know, physically I looked on the outside, like on the inside, mentally, like you know, I had a lot of concerns, a lot of doubts, a lot of stressors, you know, I had a lot of responsibility on my on my shoulder, a lot of weight on my shoulders. So a lot of things that I was responsible for. So it took me a while to get back up. But you know what? Once I got back up, there's nothing that could ever bring me back down. Because when you go through a situation for the first time in life, it might be very hard for you to get back up right away. Because number one, you're going through something that's foreign to you. If you're married, you know, at a young age or, or, or to your sweetheart or whatever it is, and then God forbid a death occurred or a divorce occurred or a separation occurred, you know, it's not easy to come right back from that situation. It's going to take time. So whatever it is that's foreign to you that you're not used to, that you haven't been exposed to, that actually is causing like a hinder or stress to you, you know, um, it's going to take time to get back to your normal self. And sometimes you might not even get back to your normal self. You might have to reinvent a whole new person. You know, like I've always been tough and I've always been resilient. I've always been like hardcore when it comes to like taking care of myself, my family or whatever. You know, I don't know if it's because I'm the firstborn. I don't know if it's because I've had to um, be responsible for a lot of things growing up. But you know what? I um, I'm thankful for the fact that I'm able to push through and I'm able to be resilient. But at the same time, I had to remember that I needed to be kind to myself. Also, I needed to listen to my inner voice, my inner thoughts. I actually had to take the time out to take care of myself, both physically and mentally. And I needed to know that beauty for me is both physical and mental. Okay. So with that being said, I want to make sure that um, this podcast gets across to you in a wonderful way. Um, and today, I want you all to know that, okay, you have enough mental strength to move mountains. And when I say that, I mean it, okay? Your mental strength needs to be as healthy and as positive as it can be, okay? The foundation of your mental strength needs to be as healthy and as positive as it can be, you know? Um, And like I said, we're going to have stresses. We're going to have situations where life is going to take a toll on us. But if we're able to um, be in tune with our inner voice, our inner self, if we're able to realize what we're going through um, and we're able to accept it, find ways to learn from it, okay? Um, find ways through channel through it. If we're able to seek assistance and guidance from a therapist or a psychologist of some sort, if we're able to treat our mental health, to take care of our mental health, okay, we're going to be good to ourselves, okay, overall. Um, um, it's important for us to be in tune and in sync with our mental health and with our physical health and with our self overall. So self-care is definitely needed. It's wealth, it's health. Um, take the time out to take care of yourself. 
Take the time out to love yourself. Take the time out to treat yourself. Take the time out to do for yourself, okay? And by you doing this, um, and also take the time out to understand when you're negative to yourself. Take the time out to understand when you're too harsh to yourself. And that's why I said you have to be kind to yourself because we use harsh words to describe us sometimes, you know? And um, when we're able to go through all this and we're able to, to, to know who we are, like, you know, your body, like, for example, like I can say, I know my body. I know when my body's out of sync, out of tune. I know when something's wrong with me. I know this. I know that. You know what I mean? It's like that gut feeling that, you know, when you know something, you know something. So when you know who you are as an individual and you know your stressors physically, mentally, um, whatever it is. You know, you're able to be good to yourself. You're able to find resources to, to help you when you are dealing with different stressors and anxiety and, and um, downfalls, okay, overall. So, um, I hope this podcast um, is helpful to you, to your family, to your friends, to your neighbors. Um, I really do hope that you... Um, are um have taken note on the positive affirmations that i listed and i'm gonna list them again um number one i will take care of myself both physically and mentally number two i know that beauty is both physical and mental number three i am mindful of my inner voice number four i take the time to observe my inner thoughts number five I know that words are powerful. And number six, I will be kind to myself. And I want to remind you that today, know that you have the mental strength to move mountains. Okay? And we focus today on self-care, mental health, mental strength, physical um, and physical health, and health overall. All right? So... It's amazing what a sprained toe, what a suggestion from um, a great friend, a dear friend, a best friend of mine um, would lead up to. So um, (laughs) I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful to her. And I'm grateful for the situation that occurred because out of it, you know, I'm able to um, channel through. I'm able to understand. I'm able to um, reevaluate the situation in myself. I'm able to um, be better to myself. Okay. So with that being said, I want to thank you all for tuning in to this podcast. Thank you all. It has been um, such a journey the past eight months. And I think this is the first podcast, like real, real podcast for the year. I believe I have to go back and look, but it's good to be back. Um, stay tuned for more inspiration, stay tuned for more positivity, stay tuned for more, um, for more good vibes. Uh, this is Shanan Shiri. Yes, this is Shanan Shiri. And you are listening to This Is Life podcast. That's This Is Life podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.